0: Sometimes the story we tell ourselves is not really true. Sometimes the story others tell about us is not really true. Here on today's Heart Lift with Janelle, we are going to learn how to rewrite our story. So pick up your favorite pen and journal, grab a cup of something delicious, and start your heartlifting journey towards living a meaningful life.
1: Welcome to today's Heartlift with Janelle. Well, mm, this is a great day because you know what, Heartlifters, we have Amy Anderson here with
0: us, ah!
1: and Amy is the founder of a nonprofit, Unhurried Presence. Just, just let that soak in. Come on, Unhurried Presence. Whew. We're going to do a lot of this today, so just just be ready to take some pauses, to take some breaks,
0: to take some breaths. Amy, welcome. Thank you so much, Janelle. I'm so excited to be here.
1: Oh my gosh. I just got to get control here. I'm smiling so big.
0: <laughs> Me too.
1: <laughs> Amy, I I found you through a miraculous journey. I think the Holy Spirit just was like, this is where I'm going to use social media for good. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to connect you, Janelle, daughter Janelle, to this beautiful woman, Amy. And we've been trying for a while and we're finally here. Thanks be to God. And we are here for this unhurried presence that you bring to us. Will you please share with all of us this Heartlifting community, how how you were led and how you got to this Unhurried Presence nonprofit in your life.
0: Mm-hmm. That is so good. <laughs> yeah, like you say, this is a long-awaited meeting for you and me, Janelle, and I'm just so honored to join you because the work you're doing on Heartlift, I was saying to a friend the other day, it's sort of like coming into a personal counseling session being on Heartlift with Janelle, and you just come with whatever's on your heart right there, your circumstances that are raw and maybe painful or maybe joyful, and bring it on. My walk is when I listen to you, okay. and and <laughs> and then it's just like you get to sit down in the company of a dear friend and a very wise counselor who is speaking truth and goodness and. The the skills and tutorials and gifts that you are passing on to your listeners are the kinds of things that I need in my own life. And that's why I write at Unhurried Presence to answer your question about how did this come about? It's because I need it in my own life. Oh, that's good to hear.
1: That's so good to hear. I feel so much better because I need this so badly.
0: Exactly. We write what we need. We, do. we research what we need, we read what we need, and if we can link arms and join together on this path, not expecting that any one of us will have mastery over a topic, but expecting that we're all growing more and more into the likeness of God's image. That's my goal. So Unhurried Presence was kind of a COVID baby, <laughs> and I had been researching and studying and reading around these themes for the past three and a half years. and. I was a trained pastor, which I absolutely loved working in congregations. Yes, I did my Master of Divinity at Fuller Seminary years and years and years ago. And before that, I was a teacher and a literacy coach. So my heart is really ministry with an educational approach. Mm -hmm. And so Unhurried Presence is the fruit of many, many weekends of focused study during my early years of motherhood where I was needing to find it in my own life, the ability to be present and to really embrace what was happening in my day to day. And in order to do that, I had to find the heart of God in my regular rhythms. So my three themes for unhurried presence are slow down, yeah. breathe a little deeper and love compassionately. And those themes come to a head in their Trinitarian design. So slow down reminds us of the heart of God who is willing to take a completely different pace than the rushed, distracted approach of today's world. And then the breathe a little deeper is directly linked to the Holy Spirit. And both in the Old and New Testament, we see how the Holy Spirit is at work as breath. And on the website for Unhurried Presence, you can read a whole lot of background information on these three themes. And the third being Love compassionately as Jesus loved. So Father, Son, and Holy Spirit yeah. right there in the theme. And that's those are the foundations for the regular devotions that we offer up on Instagram. And yeah. we have a weekly meeting on... Right now it's on Wednesday nights, but it might change depending on the season. It's Instagram live. And then those will be made available in the next session, just on IGTV. It's a 15 minute Bible study and it's called sweeter than honey because God's (laughs) word is sweeter than honey. So those are kind of the regular Mm -hmm. offerings right now, along with the monthly newsletter, which you can sign up for Mm -hmm. on our website. And it's just such a privilege to get to write on these themes because I need it in my own heart, in my own life.
1: And I'm tearing up and trying not to weep because this is exactly where I'm sitting again in my own life, you know, this this crossroads of, you know, okay, I'm in the seventh decade of life. And um I too have been studying uh, unhurriedness. And, um, mine started with 30 minutes of silence. I remember when I was a mom of young children homeschooling like you, mm-hmm. and I was a Bible teacher at that time and wrote Bible studies. That's how I started and transitioned from, um, a career as a dance educator after I broke my back. Wow. So I was in a massive transition or transformation in my life. And I just knew life was crazy. It was crazy then. And I didn't have a cell phone. I didn't have the internet. I'm like, feel like i lived in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. You know, Amy, but it's the undercurrent that is the same. Mm-hmm. It is that undercurrent that beckons mamas and beckons our families to be crazy. Mm-hmm. Is that the same undercurrent you're talking about, like this pull, mm-hmm. this tidal pull of busy 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 um, you know, wearing the badge of busy is what i used to call it. And I started when I heard this verse in Revelations, Revelations eight, one, I think it's Revelation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Tell me, Pastor. You've got it. <laughs> okay. Revelation eight, one, where it says all of heaven was silent
0: mm-hmm.
1: for 30 minutes. Wow. And I thought, was cool.
0: what? I get that chills. That's really cool, Janelle. It was my
1: first Bible study I wrote. I've tried to pitch it as a book forever and ever, but you know
0: what? It's (laughs) coming. Be watching
1: everybody. It's coming. Okay. 30 (laughs) minutes of silence, right? All of heaven. And I just remember going, if, if that's good for heaven, Mm -hmm. then it's gotta be good for me. And it also said Mm -hmm. that heaven must be active. Wow. And it was before the opening of the seventh or seventh scroll. I think it was, you know, haven't read it in a while. But it was, it was before a very big movement in heaven mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and on earth. And I also follow a, a beautiful missionary named Amy Carmichael. Oh, I love, oh, some I love. Amy. Love me some Amy. Oh, mm-hmm. and my beautiful older daughter got to visit um wow one of her and go to the garden where her bird bath is. And she had oh, that tea is with one of, I know, I was like, you're the best daughter. Thank you for going proxy <laughs> for me. But Amy, you know, was a, a mama, an alma of hundreds of, of orphans. And um, she would say that children can only sit still for 30 minutes based on Revelation 8.1. And so at that time, I implemented it inside of my home that we would have 30 minutes of silence every day. And everybody had to go to their room and they just, we, we cut off everything. At that time, it would have been on radio. It wouldn't have been phones. I unplugged the phone, the voicemail. So is the undercurrent the same? I just want to kind of wonder, what was your initial, I've got to
0: know how to do this? Right. What was that, Amy? Yeah. Well, I think it was the anticipation of what could become very busy because when I started the work, my my children were still quite young, so we weren't committed to so many scheduled activities. Okay. So the words that came to mind when you, when you mentioned this topic are both busy and distracted, right? Oh, so, distraction. Yes. My heart really is focused on the distraction piece because the reality is our life will be full.
1: Yes.
0: If we are parents with young children, if we are grandparents helping out with our grandkids, if we are single individ- individuals pursuing a dream and a passion that God's equipped us to follow, those are all very busy seasons for different reasons. and. Our faithfulness to God is not to just clear the schedule and become a monk. We can't <laughs> do that unless that is your specific <laughs> calling and God bless you. And please call me so I can learn from you <laughs> what you are learning in that in- extraordinary calling, but we can be domestic monks, right? Yes. So I love it. Living out. And there's a wonderful book by Ronald, Wright Re- uh, Rollheiser on that topic, but we can be living out the call of God to live in communion with him throughout our day within our busy schedules. So I try to uh, stay away from, you know, talking about dictations of how many activities one should pursue and yes. is it okay it's not to about that. Use many extracurriculars, right? That is a special call to each family, to each Thank individual. Thank you for saying
1: that. Thank you. And it's
0: so true. I, I think it gives me freedom to remember I want to be in tune with with my daughters and what are interests of theirs at different seasons of life and how can I help them make a balanced schedule for their own well being, but that's going to always be an ebb and flow. So the bigger question is, within the structure that we are living, how can I be undistracted yeah. and live wholeheartedly? Right, and yes. we are called to be fully present, and this is why. The patterns of mindfulness and some of the Zen Buddhist teachings are so popular right now, alongside yes. the physical experience of minimalist living. All of that, we're hungry for it because it's countercultural. It is. And so, the beautiful thing about our Christian faith is that there are treasure troves within the patterns of watchfulness and patience and being very in tune with God here with us. I mean, Jesus has called us, do not worry about tomorrow, but take heart for today because that has uh, enough of its own. And the manna in the Old Testament that was given was for each day. So whatever is on your plate, the question is, God, how can I be here now? And then over time, it is very likely that a few things will drop off and and God's spirit will give us the discernment to make those choices. But the point is the deeper heart work.
1: Without a doubt. And I love, love, love everything in my body just went full five fire alarm with watchfulness. Mm -hmm. (gasps) Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. I almost think that's the transition I want to make from mindfulness in the Christian culture is it is be watchful beyond watch, you know, at the keep at the top of the tower, like watchfulness. Oh, Amy, I love, love that. I want to hear more from you about that. Um, But yes, I think one of my heroes is Anne Morrow Lindbergh as well, gift from the sea. And she early, when I was writing that early study and beginning my understanding of what it means to live a life where, I have contemplative practices, uh, stillness, silence, and solitude, which we talk a lot about here in this community. Uh, at that time, I was in a charismatic system of mm-hmm. tradition. And so it was anything but quiet. Right. And so I was just like, wow, I was yearning and hungering for that. But she says, you need to become the still axis in the center of a worrying world of activity. And that's I was going, ah, oh, that's it. That's it. Because I'm never not going to be busy. I like to say I'm productive. (laughs) Um, but I will I needed to learn more how to be still within myself. So you bring to us today something that just you know, I love this word gods gobsmacked. Maybe I'm god smacked, maybe I just (laughs) sounds a little harsh, but um ritual. It took my breath away. It was an everyday epiphany for me when I pulled up this chart. Oh, it's so good
0: you have your own copy, Janelle. Oh my
1: gosh, I want to laminate it. I'm going to laminate it. I I really want it on a, you know, I I may send it away and get put on a canvas because it's stunning and it's beautiful. Help us begin this ritual in our life. Amy, you've mastered this. It's beautiful. Oh. So here in this season, we want to begin to practice new rhythms, like you were saying, new rituals.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Tell me where this came from and talk to us about it.
0: Oh, this is so special. Thank you for the opportunity to bring out the ritual because yeah, yeah I think it, it's, it's fun that we are doing your unhurried holiday, right? And yes. I think ritual is such a fit for what you've been offering us this season because how do we start our day like the word that you and i are latching onto watchful and watch centered and anchored and the beauty of that morning window of time is not that it needs to be long but that it needs to be focused and intentional and i will definitely raise my hand and say i'm not naturally a morning person <laughs> and i wish i was i'm more of a night owl and I've all my life, you know, try to become more of a morning person. But if that's not the reality for you, or if you are that 4:30 35 a.m. up Ooh, in bless the you. person, that's right. Bless you <laughs> and teach me yes. <laughs> what your biorhythm is made of. I want more of it myself. But I had to kind of harness a little bit of time to center myself in the morning. And this was the fruit of trial and error and okay. The, the real awareness that I want to pass on is the goal is not do every part of this acronym every morning. The goal okay. is develop a rhythm that works for you. And these are suggested ideas to draw upon. And I pulled up a website today because I thought we could just walk through yes. the acronym. Oh, oh, heart
1: lifters. Just look, look at, Your website is a drink of living zeo-filled water. Your Instagram makes my heart rate go down instantly, and your newsletter just makes me look. How I'm smiling because when I read it again this morning, I was like, "This is a feast," and there's so much white space.
0: Yeah, that. Well, I would like to thank my designer. I wish I had a highlighter I could Emily. Emily, what you her up? He's extraordinary, (laughs) and she created a, a visual identity that really matched the heart of the ministry. She's a very dear friend of mine. And okay. that has given me such um, a sense of confidence as I share a message that I really believe in to have a creative artist come in and put in a visual format oh yeah, the essence of what I'm what's behind unheard presence is just it's been such a gift. So yay, Emily Atwood. Thank, Thank you. Emily. For you did. <laughs>
1: hey, the spirit continue to breathe on you and, and empower, you know, empower the message.
0: Amen. absolutely right. Look at this. So yeah, so here's the the ritual acronym is simply rest, intercede, transition, underline, adore, and listen. And <sighs> what I'm gonna do is walk you through each Please. of these parts. We're ready. We are faded breath. Unhurried holiday. You could apply one or two of these, right? So we always we want to start small. That's how a habit will stick. My husband, who you mentioned, he's a neuropsychologist. (laughs) <laughs> he has reminded me, don't try and do five many things at once. Pick one. Oh, my Apply God. It. I'm so Let jealous that you have a neuropsychologist at hand. Oh, it's <laughs> very helpful. And he's <sighs> uh, he's pretty much always right about how I'm really feeling, you know.
1: <laughs> I love it, man. <laughs> this, this wow.
0: Kid, um, can't hide around here. So no. <laughs> I, I would say the same thing. And my husband. <laughs> I, bet, I bet so, Janelle. <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> So if we start with rest, Ooh, take here's a break, the quote on. that I really want to emphasize with rest. So okay. what's the first thing you want to do in the morning? Center your heart in God's love for you. And C.S. Lewis noted this in Mere Christianity. He said, the real problem of the Christian life comes where people do not usually look for it. It comes the very moment you wake up each morning. All your wishes and hopes for the day rush at you like wild animals. And the first job each morning consists simply in shoving them all back, in listening to that other voice, taking that other point of view, letting that other larger, stronger life come flowing in and so on all day. So the goal here is that listening to the voice of God's love for you is the first task. And initially, I'll just be really vulnerable. I would drop down on the side of my bed on my knees and just ask God, Remind me that I am your beloved child of God. Can you show me today a new way that that I'm aware of your love? Because we can only pour out the love that we ourselves have received. And if we are centering ourselves in God's love as our very first step that morning, how much better equipped are we to go about our day and love those who God has placed in our sphere of influence? So this does take time. It does take intentionality, but if you train your brain to start the day, knowing that you are held in love, you will see dividends in your own life. And you'll be surprised if you reflect back on phrases from hymns or Psalms, or even quotes that you have seen, if it sticks to you, if it touches your heart, there's probably a reason. So can you rehearse some of those? And this is not a big deal moment. It's a couple of minutes where you're in your bed, yep. just remembering. I am loved.
1: Thank you so much. Can, I'm trying not to enter, enter I love here, it. here, but I start the morning with something called praise you go. It's a beautiful
0: Catholic devotional app. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I and love Crazy Go. Absolutely.
1: I just love it. The daily devotional is a beautiful music and it's just a peaceful little Lexio Divina situation. And I lay in my bed. Yes, I do. And mm-hmm. I just put it on and I, I just let it pour over me. Mm-hmm. It's not deeply uh, spiritual where I'm up in a chair with notes and no, I just, mm-hmm. this is what I've learned. So I thank you for validating that I can be in my oh. bed and do this.
0: Oh, 100% and that's a great resource because the goal is take the ideas and the concepts and then find what works for you and praise you go is an excellent option i like that yeah. and then intercede so i do feel that um finding a moment in the morning where we're praying for others is a real gift and on the website for intercede i talk about a time when I was watching the Fred Rogers movie played by Tom Hanks in the neighborhood. And this helped me so much because I wanted to know how do I pray for others uh, in a way that really will bear fruit and have impact. And here's what Fred Rogers did at his bedside kneeling in the image played by Tom Hanks. He just has a notebook open and he's literally reading the names and It just freed me up to remember that the Holy Spirit does work inside of our hearts with groans that we can't generate and language that we can't translate. That is true prayer work. When we simply bring our beloved, dear family and friends and those who have wounded us, those who we have inflicted wounds upon, all of the pain and hurt that comes with relationship, all of the joy and gift all these names God knows it all and more and just coming before him with a, a dedicated faithful prayerful heart yes. God's spirit works so holding names before God and I like to do that in the morning and to kind of link it to i i like to turn on my essential oil diffuser I know that's kind of trendy and oh no what well, you know what I do it's good right. <laughs> right.
1: do you do that too Janelle? Well, um, a part of my life is I'm a certified practitioner of a rum freedom technique, which is a healing modality that actually can help in rewiring your brain by the smell of strategic oils. Because and it breaks uh, the blood brain barrier, right? Yes, exactly. And wow. it goes right from the olfactory bulb into the amygdala. So yep, definitely. We can even give you strategic ones to put in that diffuser to help you in the morning. Ooh. What I love here is that you said you're holding names before the father, because what we do as heartlifters is hold space for people. That's right. But what a reminder, because I remember that movie, I wept through most of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. That is a new initiative for my unhurried holiday. So Mm -hmm. I just bought some brand new little beautiful Italian leather notebooks, and Mm -hmm. I'm going to start a simple practice and keep it by my bed. So yes, I love I love it. Holding names before God.
0: And here's where the aroma came in as part of the ritual. And you can speak more to this and give us some tips on what to diffuse. But the idea is in scripture, we're told many times that our prayers rise to God as an aroma and a sweet fragrance up in the thrones of heaven. Our prayers are coming up as aroma. So somehow the aroma gets me going with intercession in the morning.
1: Brings such clarity. Yes.
0: You're right. And now I understand a little more of the science from what you explained. Mm -hmm. And then the T is for transition. You could also think of it as transformation, but this is kind of when I get up out of that warm, comfy bed and I, you know, head over to the bathroom and get a drink of water. We're dehydrated. Literally our bodies are dehydrated, but you know, our soul is dehydrated too. So I try to link that with the idea that as I'm drinking this glass of water, I need God's word. Mm. Those who thirst and hunger for righteousness, right? They will be filled. And so fill me up, Lord. And this is my simple practice I have on my dresser, just a very small little note card that has the memory verse I'm working on. And as I'm getting dressed, I review my memory verse. And it's sort of like in Colossians 3, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues. So what are the the clothes we're putting on in the morning? So as I'm getting dressed, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. So this transitional time where I'm getting closer to engaging with my day, but what am I going to clothe myself with? Right, Truth and power from God's word.
1: Strength, dignity, yes. Amen
0: loving this and then here's like for the overachievers who want to go all out with the ritual acronym it the the U is kind of if you don't have time early in the morning for underlining something that stands out to you then save this for later. But mm-hmm. whenever in your day you sit down to fill your soul with truth from a devotional, like Amy Carmichael has some incredible devotionals, mm-hmm. and there are so many others. I've listed, um, you know, my most first highest is a classic, "Streams in the Desert." Joan still- Chester. Oh, do you love Joan love Chester? Joan. Yes. Oh my goodness, have you oh had my- it on yet? Oh, heavens, that would be great. I've never even thought to ask. He would love you. I think that would be so awesome. I will receive that. What other devotions do you like to use, Janelle?
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, utmost is my absolute favorite. I, I think I go back to that quite a bit. So my other one is streams in the desert. Yeah. I so, love that one. streams in the desert, and you include that first, yeah. So those uh, were, it, definitely are my two go-to's as far as of a, a, a devotional.
0: Yes, that's really good. And then McKelvey's Every Moment Holy mm-hmm. is a really good one for offering up liturgical prayers, and he love does that. a beautiful offering. He's two volumes now, where these are like daily tasks. Like there is literally a liturgy in there for changing diapers. There's two, and I've read them both, and they're very good. There's a liturgy for washing dishes you know things that you do what are you holding it oh bless the space between us yes
1: space between us John, this is the one i'm currently in it's not you wouldn't call
0: it a devotional oh absolutely it operates that way
1: poetry is devotion to me the blessings the prayers and then some david white he's definitely someone i go to a lot he's another irishman
0: thank you for that i've not read david white i'll look him up oh Mm. thank you okay and that's a great example because here in this goal of underline, we're just looking for a chance to highlight something, a nugget of truth and wisdom that you can carry into your day. That's and it. then that's there's it. also the the planners and organizers. This is where my rifle paper planner comes out. Gotta have the, the beautiful cover design. And I look over what's happening today. And this is where I reset. My intention to live with a wholehearted devotion to my tasks for the day, to not live a distracted life by literally asking myself what matters today, Mm -hmm. what needs to happen and what doesn't matter today, what distractions can I ignore? So I'm underlying, I'm paying attention to what matters and I'm reminding myself there are things that do not matter today that will feel like real temptations. And a lot of them have to do with screens. So what are the physical okay. things that I'm doing to limit those distractions? Because my real life with my real people is very important, right?
1: I, I just think this is, I want this devotional. I want I w- I want. you to write it and I can't wait to hold it. And I will do whatever I can to um, get it out into the world with you. So oh. bring this <laughs> to us in devotional form so we can have it in front of us with lots of white space. I love it. Oh
0: gosh. I would love to do that. That is that is a wonderful dream. I I think so. So get it quick on the website while you can't get it while
1: we can get it right now because once it's getting put into a book. I know. I'm sorry. Underline I love. I love I love I love because I'm always like get that highlighter and one thought. That's right. That's
0: simple. Thanks. And it can become a breath prayer, which we're talking about in our next meeting. And okay, so A is for a door. This is actually so here's what's so interesting about ritual. The A is what started it for me because Hmm. this was for a while the main thing that I could attain in the morning was while I put on my makeup and do my hair, which feels important to me and it helps me feel ready i laid out this little book the 31 days of praise by ruth myers and i lit a candle and this was just my morning routine for as long as i could that's, that's how good. i started just lighting a candle yes yes it's so important because you're showing yourself that god's light and love is with you and and we have a candle prayer with our sweeter than honey time so if you stop by you'll get to hear that as well uh, on instagram i think it's uh, at 10
1: p.m at night isn't it it is right now but that's to be debated. Ooh, girl, in I'm in the bed but that's okay. I saw that and I was like that's why I haven't ever watched. Okay, no. The next <laughs>
0: session will be a more reasonable time. Um so the, the beautiful thing about getting our heart centered on praise is that that's how we were designed to live, right? So praise is not the thing that we do when we feel like it. It's the thing that we're called to do throughout our life at all times, in every circumstances, give thanks. And it's a choice that we're making. That's rewiring our brain. As you were talking about the brain and body connection and the holistic approach to spirituality. So when we set our hearts on Christ and choose to worship him, we see the world differently and we need help with this practice. And so many of the Psalms are tools for helping with this practice, whether it's a psalm of lament where we're honest before God about what's really going on and then we're brought to a place of praise or it's a psalm of thanksgiving where that's kind of the theme the whole way through. Set your day with a framework of praise and use a tool every day when I turn to a new section in 31 Days of Praise by Ruth Myers. It reminds me of what should I be thankful for if I'm not feeling it right now. There's a lot of things. I have many
1: clients just this past week, you know, that were like, I can't say one thing that I'm grateful. I'm like, come on, come on. We got this because we know that we know the practice of gratitude increases our joy. We can't have one without the other. It's just scientifically. I'm sure your husband would, would verify this. You know, it is practicing gratitude is fundamental. It's a must. Okay.
0: Absolutely. That's such a good reminder. And And we have a foundation of where to set that hope and that praise in Christ. And the last one is L. And again, if it's a lot happening in the morning, usually for me, the L happens at the end of the day as a prayer of examine where I'm listening. So that's the Ignatian model where we reflect on God's presence and guidance throughout the day. We give thanks for God's gifts. We ask forgiveness for where we have fallen short and we resolve to walk with God in the coming day. So that's, sort of how you would do the listen portion at night. Okay. I like to attach it to the habit of yoga, just yep. doing a few stretches. And again, start small for mm-hmm. yoga in the evening. If you're just exhausted, just tell yourself, I'm going to do three stretches. I will do three. And in that time, I will set my heart to be listening to God. Because if we're not creating space to listen to God, then the reality is we probably will not hear him
1: It's a harsh truth, but it is the truth. It is. And we are kindred
0: souls. (laughs) I know. This is so much fun.
1: Oh, amazing. So I definitely will just throughout the day, just I have a very lovely plush rug here that I did for that reason. I'll sit there and I'll just stretch. Mm. And I'll do that breath pair we're going to be talking about next time. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we have rest. Yep. We have intercede. We have transition underline, adore, and listen. Did I say that right? You got it all. We want an unheard presence. I've kept you longer than I promised, but I want to keep you forever. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to encourage everyone. How about you give us a final word before we come to a close Mm -hmm. and I will make ritual and all of your stunning tools available in the show notes that will come out when we um, launch this episode. So just a a final word for us. Mm.
0: Hmm. Well, my prayer for our listeners today who've gathered together is that you would feel great peace, that you wouldn't feel pressure. That yeah. you would feel great peace as you invite the holy spirit to give you guidance in your personal life with your personal circumstances for what an unhurried holiday would look like for you with janelle's wonderful teaching this season and for what an unhurried presence would look like for you in your day-to-day real life that god's peace would cover you and that all pressure all shame messages all fear anything that is not of God that is not of light or truth or holiness would just lift from you Mm
1: -hmm. dear
0: sister and brother that you would feel God's presence bringing you to new heights of understanding his love and grace so that you can pour it out into the world around you with the people that God has called you to interact with whether it is an easy or difficult relationship yes God would be with you this holiday Amen.
1: Thank you, Amy. Thank you so much. I'm so happy we're going to have you for another episode.
0: Yes, I can't but, wait to come
1: back. Thank you for today. And um, I can't wait to off, have give this as an offering to everyone. So thank mm-hmm. you, Heartlifters. Just as Amy has said today from Colossians, there are things we need to put on in the morning. Well, we know here in this heartlifting community that we clothe ourselves in strength and dignity.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: That's first and foremost in this community. And we can enlarge that to put on patience and the other things from Colossians. And we clothe ourselves in strength and dignity so that we can have a foundation of faith where we can have nothing to fear because of our foundation of faith is so solid and our trust in God is so solid. And then we can smile at our future. So I hope you're ending with us today with a big smile and with hope in your heart to start this new ritual, along with all of the other holiday traditions that you have in your life. We'll see you next time.
0: Thanks for listening today. It was great having you here. For even more great content and resources, please join the Stronger Everyday online community at janellereardon.com. Always remember, you, my friend, have value, worth, and dignity.